you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Today, we're recording the next episode of The Blind View, and we have two new guests joining us today. Mary Robinson and Ben Bloomgren from the Phoenix area are joining us. How are you guys today? Good morning, everybody. My name is Ben Bloomgren from Scottsdale, Arizona, 38 years old. Been blind since birth by the grace of God. And yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Um, what I wanted to mention today is I'm actually studying Japanese, Japanese language. The thing that makes Japanese so fun and so cool and so hard sometimes is that it has three different writing systems, meaning three different ways to write. <clears throat> One of them is actually a subset of Chinese characters and two of them are similar to alphabets. And the beauty of the language is you have to know when to use which. And you only have like 10 minutes because other people have to talk. That makes sense. That okay. makes sense. So what, what happens as a blind person is the text-to-speech engine that I use, especially on iOS, will tell me which writing system is being used at a given time. So sighted people, when they learn it, they have a visual connection because Chinese characters especially, they are visual. They're not sounds. They're not anything. They're just a visual representation of either words or roots of words. So it would be like saying, I like dogs, but only the word dog is in the Chinese character and the S at the end is in the other scripts. So it's pretty complex and pretty intense sometimes, but it's awesome <laughs> because I have learned other languages before. I love languages. It's, languages are my, one of my passions along with uh, birds and percussion. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's pretty intense sometimes knowing which one you're using at which point. That makes sense to you guys? Does that make any sense? Yes, it does, Ben. And it, you know, you have so many great gold mines of information in your head. What it, either languages or your vast knowledge of birds and so many other things. You know, I really want to focus on your your particular fields of expertise on future videos. But thank you for okay. informing us about yourself today. So, does anybody have any? questions about it, how it works, how, you know. Is the, uh, is the, this is Tim in Atlanta, is when you're reading Braille in Japanese, is it different in the textile, the feel <laughs> of the letters and stuff? <laughs> it's good that you mentioned Braille, Tim, because yes, Japanese Braille is very easy, but very unique. It is not based on how, for example, English or other languages are based. Because the thing is, the other writing systems that are not the Chinese characters are syllables, not letters. So like, for example, Becca, Becca, right? Your name would have two quote unquote letters in Japanese, Be and Ka. So what you have to do is, for Braille, they have a very unique system of 
each in each braille cell it tells you what the consonant is for the syllable and what the vowel is for the syllable so it's pretty cool it takes to symptoms getting used to that's for darn sure but it definitely works and if i even though i don't know a lot of japanese yet i can hello dogs you know i can you know tell you what the syllables are i can tell you what it's actually saying even though i may not know what it means and that's your question yeah that's incredible ben thank you for sharing <laughs> it is it's awesome it's it's a mind bender. Hello? Go ahead, Leon. Well, well, I just come to find out in Houston, they're going to they're going to use our sports stadiums as a massive voting thing that they did this year. But I but, but we still can go to our um well, I decided myself. Um, I'm going to go down I'll, to the polls. Mhm. Mm yeah, they're going to use um NRG Stadium where the, where the where the Houston Texans play. And then they're going to use the Toyota Center too as a massive voting um, thing, but we also but we also can use our um our area our local area um where we always go. So so October thirteenth is our early is our earliest day to vote. So I will be there the first day to vote. Good for you, Leon. I'm going I to the polls on November third. What did you say, Ben? I'm going to the polls on November third. I don't do. Mail-in. Mail-in is <coughs> corrupt as all get out, and I'm not doing it. I plan on going to the polls this year also, um, and this year I'm going to be using an accessible voting booth for the first time, and for the second time I'll be voting for President Trump. Woo-hoo! Yes! <laughs> I'm so excited to be using an accessible voting booth for the first time. Those Democrats better not rob me of the right to go to the booth, man. Nope. Well... Well, and look what happened to me yesterday, either. speaking of that. What happened, Leon? At my dialysis clinic, I was called a coon by a black person. <gasps> I had been called oh, a coon. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, it was because of the, uh, the Beyond the Taylor situation. I read the report, the official police report. That it's 39 pages. <laughs> you know, um, what happened yesterday at dialysis was how the, how the argument got started. It was about the Beyond the Taylor, I mean, Beyond the Taylor case. I read the report on Brandon Tatum's website, thetatumreport.com, and it goes into detail everything that, that that young lady was doing. She was knee deep in drugs with her ex-boyfriend. As I was trying to explain to the to the technician yesterday, she didn't want to let me explain. You know, she was, all she kept saying was the cop shot her. I'm like, no, duh. But what led to that was that night, let's be honest, to be honest, she was going to go down no matter what. Her life was over with no matter what that night. Because if she didn't get killed, she was going to prison. Let's, 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 just get a, let's just get that fact straight right now. Okay? She was knee-deep in drugs with her ex-boyfriend, and she was money laundering through him, for him, and holding large sums of money and drugs for him, accepting um, packages of dope for, for him in the mail and stuff. Okay? And she did have a search warrant with her name on it. So the, the cops went out at the wrong house, which was a myth, by the, which was a lie by the media. But as me trying to explain it to the lady yesterday, she didn't want to hear it. And I told her, if you think I'm wrong, won't you get read the report yourself? And she refused to do it. 
You know, I'm like, that's the problem with people, with, with a lot of liberals. They don't want to, they don't want to debunk me. They just want to call me all kinds of names or call people like us all kinds of names. All I asked, all I asked her to do was, was prove me wrong. She couldn't do it. All you got to do is read, as a matter of fact, all you got to do is read the first page and you'll say like, well, she's, she really was into this. They even had pictures of her going in and out the, the drug house all times of the night. So, so what more do you want? Okay. And all I and all I asked her, all I told her was, you know, what happened, how she got killed was that night the cops did knock. They knocked more than once. <laughs> the boyfriend got his gun and shot through the door, and and a cop got shot. Of course, you're going they're gonna return fire. As they returned fire, he ducked out the way. The boyfriend, that's how she got shot. And the other lie, she was talking about she got killed in her bedroom. No, she got shot in the hallway. Okay, so the media lies, of course, but that's what I was trying to tell the lady yesterday. And then we went into the Jacob Blake situation. I tried to tell her that, you know, he, he was a, you know, he's a convicted child rapist and, and, and domestic violence abuser. She didn't want to believe it. You know, tell me, oh, he was just an innocent man. I'm like, I'm, and I'm tired of liberals like that. And I, and I tried to play the 911 call that, her, that his ex-girlfriend um, called the cops. That's why the cops were there. You know, and so I got caught. I got caught all kinds of names plus a coon, and I told her, you know, as like a cow, you want to run away and talk noise. Okay, I'm right here. You know, talk to me. Be a well, I can't say be a man about it, but have some gall enough to come talk to me. Don't go run and talk to everybody else. Okay, I proved my point time and time again, but she couldn't do it. So that's what I had to say about that. She really ticked me off yesterday. To where my blood pressure really spiked yesterday on the machine. Ben, go ahead, Ben. <clears throat> God bless Brandon Tatum. He lives out here where I live in the Phoenix area, and he is awesome because he exposes mm-hmm. the the lies that the left puts out, and he debunks all this. Oh, the cops are just going around shooting. People for no reason just because they have a bad day. It's like no. <laughs> so God, thank you for quoting him. Um, I believe that was Tim. No, Leon. Leon, I'm sorry. Okay. No, my thing was like yesterday. You know, all I all I before I even got the first sentence about how she got you know why she was killed. She just jumped into a tirade about oh what the cops just did because they were racist. I'm like no, they're not. I tried to, I, and I kept explaining it to her, why don't you go read the report yourself? You know, what's so hard about that? The other, the other staff did it, and they came in and apologized to me. But not that idiot. She didn't want to do it. And I'm like, what's so hard about it? And it's free. Go to teddyreport.com and, and click on her name, and this report's going to show up. But see, Leon, if they Amen. do that, it will, it'll take away their excuse for being unhappy, miserable people and being bitchy with people. Mm-hmm. But but, but but for me to be called a coon for what? Because oh, I know why she called me a coon. Because I told she told me, even even when the George Floyd thing first happened, that I needed to be on side on the side of black people no matter what. I'm like you're crazy. I'm not going to do that. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I don't care. <laughs> the truth is the truth, and wrong is wrong, and right is right. I don't care Amen, what brother. color you are. But she didn't. She didn't want me to do it. And she said that's why. She wanted. She said she actually called me the N word yesterday from all them people. 
Uh oh, dropped my bullet. Um, she was basically to like N words like you and other coons always believe anything the cops say. But what do you what do you mean? I believe what the cops said because I I, I read a police report. I'm like God. These people, it's ignorant people like you, who who's 49 years old and acting like you you're um an early 20 year old with cool that colored hair. Like I told her, what black person you know is born with blonde kid. hair? With, with blonde and red hair. What black person's what black woman was born with that kind of hair? Miss, I'm so black. But you know, there's people like that that keep this this crap going. They don't they don't want change. They want to keep all this bull crap going. And that's why we're in this, we're almost at a civil war now because of this crap. Yeah, um, you're right about all of that, Leon. Um, but you know, all's not lost, you guys. There's a presidential election coming up in what? 60 days, two? 62 days. Yeah, just over two months. No, 60, yeah, 61 days, I'm sorry. And, and as long as we don't let the socialists take over in November, you know, we'll be okay. Well, that's why I've been trying to say this. Um, I keep saying it. Please prepare. I see, Beck, I sent you that video about, about people unpreparing that are disabled. I hope you got it. Uh, I got it, Leon. Thank okay. <laughs> because and, like I tell you, it's going to be held the next few, it's going to be held the next few months and, and right after the election. Mm-hmm. A major resource for stuff like this, you guys, is x22report.com. x22report.com. He goes by Dave. It's the only name he gives. And the information he gives is amazing. It's absolutely stellar. Because it, I don't know how he gets it. He probably has sources out the wazoo. But basically, the guy is my version of the evening news. So if you want good information about how to prepare, how to get, you know, if you can afford some gold or whatnot, that's the way to go. Um, it's Mary. And um, my thing on the mail-in voting is, you know, in my opinion, they can do whatever they want to with the mail-in vote. I've heard that they don't even add half of the mail-in votes in. And so that's why if I vote, go to the polls. I'm not going to do some mail-in or anything. However, I don't even know if I'm going to be voting this year. Um, I also, to be honest, I don't know, like, with the media how it is these days, I don't even know what to believe. But I do think that it was um, Brianna who was at fault. I'm not racist by any means. I, I believe that all lives matter no matter what. And if you guys want to see a video on that, um, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Anybody with common sense believes that. It's just, you can't, like yesterday, you know, like, like, like the technician told me, you know, I better be on the side of black folk no matter what. I'm like, why, why be like that? No matter if they're right or wrong, you're not supposed to do that. If you're a Christian, like you claim you are, you know, so what's the purpose of, of just because I'm black and they were black, the cops killed them for no reason, no. No, no, no. Every time we, and it becomes a big media story, nine times out of ten, the perpetrator was wrong. They resisted arrest for a reason. Amen. And I'll be doggone. It's always because they don't want to go back to prison. 
Amen. Uh, ben, comment for Mary? I'm here. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that I am upset about for the mail-in voting is, goodness gracious, um, if, can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, if you want a Braille ballot, they put you on the mail-in list. So that if you do go to the polls, you don't get the same ballot that Joe Schmoe sighted person does when he walks in. You're on a provisional ballot. So I would love to have a Braille ballot to know who the heck I'm voting for because I don't know another way to get who all's on my ballot and get all who I need to look up and whom I need to figure out whom to vote in and out, especially like judges and whatnot. But if you, go, at least in Arizona, I don't know about other areas, but in Arizona, if you get a Braille ballot, you are put on the mail-in list. Mm. Well, I'm voting, I'm going in person to vote, because I've already done my, you know, accessible voting booth. All, all, you know, you just put the headphones in and it speaks to you, just like with your phone. It's, like, it's the same thing. Yeah. But you know, I, I already had my bias against that too. You know, when I went, because usually um, when I go vote, you know, they ask you, what are you voting for, Democrat or Republican? And when I say Republican in the primary this in March here in, in Houston, the lady kind of got an attitude with me. I'm like, wow. You know, when I voted before, you never had this kind of attitude towards me. But now you do. I wonder why. Leftist. Yep. You know, didn't you want to give me my doggone sticker, which I don't care. I still, my dad gave me his anyway. But, you know, like where I'm at in this, in, in this, in this neighborhood where you go vote at, it is literally Democrat propaganda everywhere when you, once you go up there to vote. I mean, they have even that cook, Sheila Jackson Lee, she only shows up to that voting place when, it, when it's election time. I don't even want to speak to her, you know. And, um, but when you, when you pull up, it's, it's Democrat things, not one conservative thing anywhere. Not one, not one um, placard, not one, um, what, them signs at all. They hound you, they hound you, they hound you. But vote Democrat this or vote straight Democrat. No, that's the problem with the, why this area hasn't, hasn't improved because you keep voting for the same crap and, it's, and expecting <laughs> different results. Don't you get it? Don't, <laughs> like my God. It's the same crap over, but you people still, these, they still vote for it. Like, don't you try voting something different, you know, but they won't do it. <laughs> My God. Amen, man. brother. Amen. I can't wait till this election is over because I love talking about President Trump because I love President Trump, but I'm sick and tired of talking about these damn Democrats. So I'm, I'm, I can't wait to be rid of them. You know what I mean? I'm tired, yeah. I'm tired of these people trying to take over my country and turn ben. into a goddamn commie. A, a communist um, refuge, I'll be damned. I would die on this hill if I have to. Because like you said, Becca, last week, we're gonna be, the disabled are going to be one of the first to go. Yeah. If you want any semblance of pre-China virus, you know where to go. Hey, hey just look at California. Well, California. You know, look at that communist hellhole now. What happened to California? They, they totally are, are socialists right now. Everybody's moving to Arizona, Texas, or um, 
uh, Oklahoma from the, from there. I don't want them to come here because they they raising up our doggone taxes. But you know, and like I told my dad the other day, Houston is only one is only one cop incident away from breaking into what um, Kenosha, Wisconsin. We're only one. Okay, like I keep t- he don't want to believe it, but I'm oh, keep, just keep thinking that. Just keep thinking that. I keep my firearms all and lubed every night, and I always check my ammo inventory. And when I get, like I say, when I when I get sleep, when I don't, when I can't sleep at night, I get up and, ch- and check my gun safe for some strange reason. Leon, I wish I lived near you so you could protect me. Yeah, I told you, I got a, my got my forty caliber right here on my desk. She needs to go to the range with me sometime next week. Now I've lost my spent casing. I you need to go back to traveling as if nothing happened. If you want to, like I said, if you want any semblance of pre-China virus, that's what you got to do. Well, well, like I, like I told Becca the other day, I don't know, in a few episodes back, Texas never really shut down. We did, but we didn't, you know. We were still stuff that was still open that, that the media don't didn't know about, which I'm glad for that. You know, I want the only thing that's not open really is the schools somewhere, but some of them are, are open here and the gyms. Once the gyms open up, we will actually we'll be back to normal. And if they let the clubs back open, we 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 will be back to, to normal. That's the only thing that's the only few things that, that's not open yet. But when that opens up, we will be hundred percent back open. Well, hey guys, I've got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story and I encourage you to listen to it. And the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the Audible version. And all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me. Thank you very much. And now back to the blind view. Hey Mary, would you like to talk about something? I actually do have something I want to talk about. What would you like to talk about? Um. I would love to talk about basically, I want your opinions on something, okay? So my mom, um, from stuff that went on in the past, you know, she will not let me have face ID or a passcode on my phone. And, you know, she claims that she paid for it, but yet I know for a fact I did, even though she kept my receipt. And, you know, Basically, so she basically said that once I'm out of the house or in college, I can do whatever I wanted. And I think that's ridiculous that she won't even let me have privacy on my own phone. So who pays the bill, Mary? Well, I give her, I take the money out of my check every month and give it to her. And she basically uses it to pay herself back, but she has it on her debit card right now. Okay, do you, do you pay your fair share or do you pay just like a small little amount of the whole bill, you know what I mean? Do you pay whatever? I you pay should? for my phone. I pay for my phone, which is all she asks me to pay. 
and you know she'll take it off of her credit card well then you should certainly be entitled to have the privacy of your phone and so i i agree with you that you your mother should not be blocking you from putting a passcode on your phone you know keep it private yeah um, but until you can provide your own phone plan that she is right you're kind of dependent on her so. Well, when I get my own debit card, I plan to start paying my own phone bill. That way she well, can't hold it over my head or do anything. Well, Mary, I was in that same situation when I first became blind a few years ago. I was in that same boat. You know, I had other blind I had other blind friends tell me you need to get on your get get your own checking account and everything until I had to until what happened to me when I was at the school for the blind, you know, which was the final straw, I had to go do it. I'm not going to go into detail about what happened, but I had to get my own checking account. And from that, that moment on, I've been free and independent on that. You know, if I want, you know, I pay my fair share of bills here. I pay, the, I pay half the mortgage here, light bill and all of that. I came to that agreement. So it's just, you're finding a way to just become independent. That's all it is. It's about the thing about being independent. That's all. I know. But, you know, I, I went to a program, I got my independence, but yet she still treats me like I'm a teenager. So, Mary, is there a reason you're still living with her then since you went out and got your independence training? Because I haven't been able to find my own place. Okay. Well, the sooner you can do that, the sooner you'll be free of that. I know when I lived with my parents, you know, of course, I wanted to get out of there and it's a struggle. Um, but only, sweetie, only you can do it, you know. Um, good luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mary, I got a question. Mm -hmm. um, what um, city do you live in? York. New York? No, York. Not New York, but York. Uh, what, what state? Uh, South Carolina. Oh, okay. You're in the South. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Um, well, how do, like, are there, like, blind schools like that? Um, well, no, of course, they're everywhere, but do they have, like, a, like a central blind school in the state that you have to go to? I already graduated. I'm 22, so mm -hmm. um, I'm just trying to find my own place, but all the rent is just too high. It's like five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. Um. Well, I want. I don't want to say go to. No, that's kind of that would be too bad. Like independent living center, like you know, for people with disabilities, they have like little apartments like that, but. So Mary, right now, your only way to do this would be to find a job and work and save up money to do it or, you know, find your wherewithal to do it as a blind person. Now, in life, all human beings have to pull their, themselves up by their bootstraps and figure out how to do things in their life. And as blind people, sometimes it's more challenging. Well, it is way more challenging, but once you figure it out, you figure it out. So um, many of us on the panel here have had experience getting from where you're at to 
where we're at, you know, where we're not dependent on our parents. Um, but it's a very, it is a process. And a big, the first thing you have to do is figure out how you can get enough finances to support yourself independent of your parents. So until you can do that, you're not going to be able to move out of your parents' house. So you need to figure out what your expenses would be if you moved out of your parents' house and then figure out how you can get that much money each month, whether it's by um, money from the government, like, uh, you know, disability income, or if it's a part-time job or a combination of both or other resources. Um, so that's how you, what the things you need to figure out in order to get out of your parents' house and start having your privacy on your phone bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what I was going to do is after college, I'm going to, you know, get a job and the commission is going to help me get an apartment. So are you in college right now? No, I, I'm going to be going in my college is Jan term and oh crap. I missed a call from them when we were in the meeting. I'm going to have to call them back once we're done. So, so you graduated from high school, but you have not yet started college. Is that correct? Correct. I, um, I'm going to be starting Converse in 2021 in the January semester. They don't normally start students then, but because of what I'm having to go through to get into college, they're making an exception. So. Um, my, my suggest like, like I, like I do, um, with the school, I, to get to get extra money, I do a work study. You know, you get paid just like a regular job, but but it's through the school and financial aid. That's a good idea, um, Leon. That's something she could look into. What is it called? A work study? Yeah, works. It's like you basically work at like work for the school and different departments. Yep. Um, and you get paid like a regular job. But it's, instead of the school paying you, it's basically financial aid paying you. And then on top of that, you can get grants and everything, scholarships. Um, yep. The commission I did is that helping as well. me pay my college. What'd you say? The commission is helping me pay my college. No, but, but you're still going to qualify for financial aid, too. Like, I, I mean, the state of Texas pays for mine. But, I mean, my tuition is paid up and my books are paid up. But they, they told me that. To, to still um qualify, to still uh, you know do financial aid every year, and look how much I get depending on how many classes I take a semester. Like I just found out this morning, that I got if whenever they start the, the work study this semester, I got five thousand books that I have to work for, but it's still mine. Mhm. Mm Great, Leon. So, I mean, whenever they whenever they open up the school, I'm I'm really gonna. I already got the job. I'm already ready to go. Yeah, I don't think they have anything like awesome. that, though. Um, sounds like Mary's done talking. Does anybody else have anything they'd like to add? People are calling me. Uh, ben? Okay, Ben, what would you like to add? When I was in college, back in my day, <laughs> I worked for the disability office at my community college taking calls, making copies, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So work study is awesome. Yep. It stinks when it ends, but it gets you, and it gets you, you know, it gets you some resume also. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and money in your pocket. Yep. yep. Get, but it, you know, more than that, like I said, get you some, you know, you some resume. Because sometimes what happens with blind people and what happened with me was your resume is really freaking thin. Mm-hmm. You know, and so employers look at that and they're like, ugh. You know, before I got this job I'm at now in 2016 with American Airlines, it's like, dude, it don't work since 04. I don't know about this. Can you tell our viewers how you went about getting your job with American Airlines? Because a lot of our viewers are probably sitting at home wondering how they can do the same thing. Well, I am an accessibility tester for American Airlines. I make sure that the website is accessible for blind people. Nice. And it started um, through a friend of my mom who had said that I might, you know, that they need some testing done on the website. And my mom had said, well, my son is blind. And so she contacted me in 2015 and we did some just ad hoc testing of course, I was back in XP then, so yeah, the way is different <laughs> than it is now. But um, testing worked well. I uh, didn't hear anything from them, and then in May of 2016, <laughs> I got the job. They told me they wanted me to bring want to bring me on as a part-time contractor. Nice, so, cool. Pretty cool. That's cool, Ben. And the salary is very good. Very good. And yeah. Do you get benefits with that, Ben? No, not yet. No, I'm a contractor. Okay. Speaking oh. of that, American Airlines, I used to work for Continental Slash United myself. Ah. I used to be an aircraft mechanic. Oh, nice. So. Oh, that's- can you That's talk awesome, that? bro. Mm-hmm. Leon, how long did you do that? Well, I first started with at Continental back in 2006. That's how I got this. Well, if some if maybe Brandy can see this little beauty scar on my hand. <laughs> I crushed my hand at work that you know in 06. Uh-huh. I was out. I was out for over a year. So at that time, I decided you know I want to go back to school, mm-hmm. and so I went to school for you know aircraft mechanics. You know, I loved it. I loved the science about it. I mean, up until being blind, that was my life. You couldn't tell me no, no, it was nothing better than airplanes. You know, I used to, I used to get on people, used to talk about airplanes like you don't know the, 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 you know, the, the half of it. You know, since they, that's why they used to call me, they used to call me a nerd, but I don't care. You know, that's why I'm in school now for engineering. Like I just got on my, on my state counselor to my, my resume, you know, my resume. Do you want me to go get my, my credentials from my old school to prove to you that I can do this engineering thing. Cause I go get it, it's no problem. So I loved it. You know, I just, I just again, I loved the, the science behind it. You know, it was nothing better than making something that I can make something fly. You know, how many people can do that? So I, I wanna ask my fellow panelists something. As blind people, is there anything that you guys have come across in your experience where you thought, man, I wish I could do that thing, but there's just no way I can figure that out as a blind person? Or do you go figure out how to do it? I try to go figure out how to do it. 
Good for you, Leon. What ends up happening to me, <clears throat> Mrs. Ben, is I'll here's something I really would like to do, but it's like, how would a blind person do this? You know, for example, back in 2004, when I went to the NFB convention in Atlanta, there was a guy who was an ultralight pilot. Yes, he had a sighted co-pilot, but he was the pilot. And all his altimeters and Leon, you know what I'm talking about here. Mm -hmm. All his all his instruments had spoken readouts. Really? You know, so it would say, you know, I don't you know give me, pilot you, you lingo for idea. it, but you give me an idea now. You have to go again, it was twenty oh four the last time I saw it, so God only knows where it's at now. But yeah. There I, I literally there was a there was a demonstration, obviously not a demonstration, but but you know, a video. He was totally blind. I, I think so. I don't remember what his blindness thingy was about. You know what his blindness condition was or any of that, but he was blind. And again, he had a sighted co-pilot. That is a regulation, you know. And do you remember the guy's name or anything like that? <laughs> He was either out of Australia or New Zealand. That's all I know. Okay. Well, there's nice. some stuff you can go on, Leon. Yep. Well, see, when I first lost my eyesight in 2014, I, I talked to the NFB prison here in Texas, and um, she was saying there's not a way that you can't do it, you know? So, you know, let's, um, you know like being a, an aircraft mechanic. But the problem was when I went back to my school, it had changed so much. To where now, you know, that all the textbooks are, you know, they give every student a tablet now, which means it'll be a lot easier. But it, it was so much prejudice because I was blind. It's like they, they tried every excuse not to let me come back, you know. And so when I called the FAA, the guy was like, okay, I don't see why you still can't go do it. You know, so I just, well, I guess I still have my credentials. I did, you know, a little refresher course, but like, and like the NFB of uh, Texas president said, like she, like, like she said, what the FAA said, we don't say why you can't do it. You just got to find a way to do it. And like you're flying it, you know, like you're going to fly a commercial jetliner, you're just going to be mm -hmm. fi just fixing something, yep. you know? So again, I, I think I wanted to sue my old school for the, for the, for the kind of like the prejudice, but you know, I just let it go for now. Leon, mm -hmm. I want Thank you so much for being such an extraordinary blind person. What you just talked about doing as a blind person is similar to the kinds of things I was checking on my interest exam in high school. They gave me an interest exam, right? And they said to me, well, I wasn't actually checking them. I was giving my answers to a woman, right? Mm -hmm. And they told me, don't, don't consider your blindness. They said, if you're interested in the position, even if you're not sure if you'll be able to do it, you rate it high, right? Because I was supposed to rate up. You know what? Every time I gave a high rating to something that involved anything that she figured I couldn't do because I was blind, she got mad at me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was ridiculous. And, and I think airplane uh, mechanic was one of the things on there that I said I was interested in because I like to learn about it, how engines work, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved it. It was it was just something so fascinating to me, and I never. And the funny thing about it, when I got in contact with my 
my old friends from Facebook, I mean, on Facebook from high school, they were like, heck, we didn't know you was even interested in that kind of stuff because I was just an average student. I really had no interest in really nothing but sports and video games. You know, they were like, heck, if we would have known that, you could have joined the AP classes. You know, but heck, I, I didn't want to get segregated from the, from, from, from the general population of students. Because mm-hmm. in my high school, the AP students were literally segregated from everybody else, which I didn't like. Mm-hmm. AP? No. Nope. Yeah. They, they had their advanced own hallway. Placement. What? They had their own advanced placement courses. Oh, I didn't know what AP stood for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had... They were literally segregated from from everybody else. The only time we um, mingled was, you know, through through class changes or lunchtime. That's the only time we um seen them. And I didn't like that. That's not fair. I mean, they had the brand new hallway with everything, but that's another story. Well, and Ben, one thing that I've heard happens a lot. Becca, you were mentioning you had thought about maybe doing air, being an aircraft mechanic. I have heard from women that they get discriminated a lot against when they try to go for more mechanical or like, you know, stuff like that, because it's not a quote unquote, you know, people don't think of a female role as being a mechanic. And so women that might have interest in that, I hear that they get screwed over a lot with that. Well, let me tell you I was growing up in an agricultural community where this was all happening. And there were plenty of women driving grain trucks and combines and working on grain trucks and combines. But when the blind, only blind person in the whole community who was under the age of 50 in high school said, yeah, maybe I would like to learn about how a car's engine works. They were like, oh, you can't do that. You're blind. What's wrong with you? And that was oh okay. You know what so I mean? More that a blind was what I was dealing thing. with. I was dealing with that ignorance. You know what I mean? It had nothing to do with the fact that I was a woman. It was that I was blind. Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I was just saying I've heard that you know women have been discriminated a lot against. I'm not yeah. Uh, just in not general. where I'm from. Women do everything men do, except wonderful. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, see, um, Ben, with me when I went back to the school, the, I told you it was a whole it was a whole new staff there. I mean, everybody was new. They didn't know me from anybody because they thought I wanted to enroll as a new student. I'm like, no, I already graduated from here a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So, because I, I, I literally had, had left my diploma there. I never, I never went and got it. So, when I, when I needed my diploma for, for college, you know, in my, in my um, transcript, you know, they were like, oh, okay, so, so you are a graduating student. How can we help you? Well, I might want to come back to school here and come to find out Y'all don't do textbooks anymore. All the textbooks are digital, which 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 will help me tremendously. Mm-hmm. You know, but that guy was he was he tried his best to to make excuses, mm-hmm. and so just like the, the FAA guy said, "Do you want to sue them for that?" You know, I'm like, you know, it wasn't no big deal at the time, but now that you that I I've been thinking about it lately, I should sue them because that is discrimination. Mm-hmm. You don't just because I'm blind, you know. Um, you try to find a way. Don't just eliminate me because I because I can't see. There's yep. many. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Yep. You know, heck, those those triple sevens, the, those big um, jet lines for for United, they 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 literally take off and land on their own. Mm-hmm. Literally, they will take off and land on their own. So mm-hmm. I don't want to hear this crap about technology has come so far. This is not the 1950s. I. 
haven't worked worked, but like my family, they keep saying, Oh, being a teacher, how are you gonna teach seven people if you're dying? Da, 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 da. And I said, You're really gonna ask me that question. And I said, You are really barking up the tree that you don't want to bark under because I will prove you wrong. And, you know, I went, did an internship. Kids loved me, didn't want me to leave. And then there was a time where, okay, I, I used to be in band when I was in school. I played the flute. Okay. People said, oh, you can't be in the band. Da, 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 da. And guess what? I proved them wrong. I was in the band for three years. And at one, the second or first year, I don't remember which year, or no, for more than three years. I was in the band for a long time, ever since I was in sixth grade. But I wanted to be a waitress at a fish fry, and they discriminated against me because I was blind. And I swear, I wanted to sue their pants off. How do you know they discriminated against you because you're blind? Because I heard them talking to my mom, and you know, she had them on speaker, and my mom was like, you know, you don't have to give her the hot drink. Da, 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 da. Like, my mom was, ooh, she was red hot. Um, like, my mama, she told them, you know, look, you didn't even give her a chance. She may be blind, but she can prove you wrong. And they, they said that I'd be a liability, and I, I busted out, like, in tears. Like, I, I wanted to be a waitress. That was always my dream to be a waitress at a fish fry. But as a result, I was never a waitress because I was a liability. I never got to prove them wrong. Mary, you can still be a waitress at a fish fry. Don't let that one negative experience you know, dissuade you. If, if your dream is to be a waitress at a fish fry, stick with it. There's lots of fish fries in this world, you know, and they all need good waitresses. Amen. Oh, heck, I own a dog on fish fry. Do, do what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I started my company, man. Mm -hmm. We all do our own things. I, I did volunteer work at several places. I was a wife and mother for many years. I, um, I've done my best to try to educate myself. And then I, I opened my company because, well, I have a lot of goals in my head. So... Ladies okay. and gentlemen, I got to head out, though, because I have a work call coming up. Okay. okay thank you for joining us, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, I'm going to head out. Thank ben, you, guys. Thank you about doing some other videos, okay? Wonderful. Okay. And, it's been awesome. And we'll thank have you. you get on the view in the future, okay? What about his VIP? You bet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Sit. We need to do a VIP with him and a longer-form interview video and have him on the Wonderful. view again for the future. So. Well, stay warm. God bless. Okay, yeah, it's not snowing right now, so <laughs> thanks, God. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye Does anybody else have anything they'd like to add to today's show? I'm done for now because I got to make I got to call my school and, and, and my state counselor back. Okay. Okay, well, thank you for your participation, Leon. No problem. Thank you. Talk to you later. Yep. Okay, bye. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Blind View. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. And if you'd like to be an 
a guest on The Blind View, please email me your contact information at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Thank you for watching Betcha's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.